Hey again, everyone. Dave DeBow here with another episode of the Property Profit Real Estate Podcast. Today, zooming in from sunny, chilly, snowy Calgary, Alberta. We've got <laughs> Keith UT. How are you doing today, Keith? I'm fantastic. Thank you. It's a pleasure uh, getting this opportunity to do this podcast with you. Yeah, well, this is exciting because Keith is a real estate weirdo like the rest of us. He's an active real estate investor. He focuses on secondary suites, which is very cool. But here's the really extra cool thing that we're going to be really focusing on here today with Keith is he's also a mortgage broker and he really knows a heck of a lot about this mysterious Smith maneuver, which some of us have heard about. Some of us have even learned at points in the past, but some of us don't remember all the details off the top of our head anymore. So Keith, great to have you here. And why don't you, why don't you just, let's just dive into the whole guts of this. Give us the big picture, 30,000 foot perspective. What is the Smith maneuver? Why should we care? How does this affect us personally? How can we use this with our investor partners? All that kind of good stuff. So let's just jump right in. Yeah, so the number one reason that the Smith Maneuver was created kind of originally was because of the challenges that Canadians face. And so the idea was that giving people the chance to master their financial, their mortgage for financial freedom. And so, you know, we face high taxes, high cost of living, high cost of mortgages, and inadequate pensions. And so... The idea when Fraser Smith, rest his soul, created this back in, you know, he started back in 87 and his first book came out in 2002, you know, that was the objective behind this is how can you take a mortgage in Canada and turn it into a tax deductible good debt rather than what it is for most people, which is a non-tax deductible bad debt. And that's the, that's the 30,000 foot view uh, what the intention is behind the Smith. All right. So it's all about how we can turn our normal personal mortgage for, for a lot of people, how to turn that from just being, you know, like you say, bad debt into good debt. I guess off the top of your head, Keith, why is this kind of a uniquely Canadian thing? What Do the Americans not have the same challenge or is it different for them? Yeah, it's diff- it is different for them. Yeah. So Americans have a, their tax system is set up differently and they do have some, there's some, you know, I'm not specific in it, but my understanding is they do have some write-offs they can get for mortgage interest on a mortgage when they own a home in the U.S. In Canada, we, we can't. In Canada, you have to, you pay your mortgage and what you pay is what you pay. You're paying it with after-tax dollars and what it costs you is what it costs you. And for the majority of Canadians, that own own their own home, there is no write-off for that that interest on that mortgage for them. So it's just, although it's paying down a mortgage, the interest is just bad debt. You can't deduct it. All right. So the Smith Maneuver allows us to change that in a legal fashion, which is always important because nobody wants to go to jail. And Keith, before we, we press record, you're mentioning that it's kind of kind of difficult to explain this in depth on a short interview, and everybody's situation is going to be slightly different. But 
just to give people the gist of big, broad strokes, how does it work? Well, the big, broad stroke of how it works from a CRA perspective is any debt used to earn income, the interest on that debt is tax deductible. That's the that's the simplistic definition of what the CRA has, and that's what this falls under. And where the importance of having a professional that knows and understands this comes from being able to make sure that if you're going to use the Smith maneuver and put it in play, that you are not doing anything that is going to invalidate the contributions to your through the Smith maneuver to your investing, that you're not doing anything to invalidate any of that interest by using it for personal expenses, because that's the number one way that you can mess things up is all of a sudden you've got a Smith maneuver set up and you've been doing it. And then all of a sudden you go, oh, well, I want to buy a $20,000 car for my kid. Oh, I'll just use my home line of credit that I had set up and have been using for my Smith maneuver. You don't do that. <laughs> that that's a no-no because now you're blending, you're giving the CRA an opportunity to say, oh, well, no, now you've uh, muddied the waters and we're not going to allow you to deduct that debt. So, All right. So, so big picture, what we're looking at is, let's say I'm, I'm interested in doing this. I've got my primary residence. I've got a, a normal mortgage on my residence. If I'm reading between the lines and if my very, very fuzzy memory serves me, basically what we're doing is we're kind of going in and, and some way or another, we're perhaps we're refinancing the, the property or perhaps we're setting up a home equity line of credit and we're using that line of credit instead of to go buy the kid a, a car, we're using that money to invest. And because we're doing that, we're using that, however that works, whether it's through, I don't know if we're able to do that through a self-directed RRSP or, or what we're, what the rules and regulations are about what we're allowed to invest that money in, but we're using that to actively invest versus just spending it. And that's why the CRA is allow, allowing us to deduct those interest payments because we're using that to try and make money. Yeah, so so there's a couple of key things in there. One is to fully do this, you need to use a readvanceable mortgage product. That's number one. So, so, so probably for most of us, if we want to do this, we're going to have to refinance, remortgage, yeah. refinance our house, get out of okay. whatever product we're in right now, get into something specific that allows us. You said to readvance. What what does that mean? Exactly? Yeah, so a readvanceable mortgage is one whereby as you pay down the principal you build up the availability through a line of credit. Where as opposed to some, a lot of, there's not many, not all institutions offer it. And because some institutions offer a fixed mortgage and a line of credit, but that line of credit has a fixed amount and it can't increase as you pay, it won't increase as you pay down your mortgage or you have to go and reapply to try and do that. And it makes it clunky and, and just doesn't work in the right way for doing this. So you need to have what's known as a readvanceable mortgage product to be able to get that to get that process going to be able to fully take advantage of it. So that's number 1. Okay. Number 2 
any of the fun, uh, number two, you have to have at least 20% equity in your home to be able to get that type of mortgage set up. That's number two. So for example, just to kind of simplify, let's say we got a $400,000 house. We got to have at least, let's say a hundred thousand or so, 80 to a hundred thousand of, of equity in that 80, house. 000. Yeah. You'd have to have 80,000 of equity to be able to get this set up with that, that type of readvanceable mortgage. Okay. And then number three is when you do use funds, the funds that you would take from your pay down of your mortgage to invest have to be invested into non-registered investments. So what does that mean? That means, so you can't double dip with the CRA. So you already get a tax advantage when you invest in RSPs. So you can't use this money to invest in an RSP because the tax advantage of the tax deduction you already get when you do that. All right. So we're not we're not allowed to put this money into our self-directed RSP. Yes, into yeah, you can't put it into something, you can't put it into a registered fund where you already are getting a tax deduction or a tax advantage from the CRA for that. Same thing for TFSAs. You already get a tax, it's registered and you get a tax advantage from it so that you get to declare so that you can't use that. So it works best for things such as mutual funds, stocks, private equities, investing in real estate, um, uh, lending out money in, as mortgages to, to other investors, uh, GICs. So, but we could you we can access money, this money, and use it for our own real estate deals if we so choose. Yes, as long as the intent with that realist when you do that, that the intent is to earn income. Right, we're investing in revenue property of some sort. Yeah, yeah. So if the if the intent of if I was to give you money, uh, Dave, for an event for an uh, an investment property, and my only return was going to be on the capital of that property, the capital value increase of that property, that would not be an eligible because eligible because that's a capital gain, not an income. So that's that's very important that if you're using it to invest in real estate with someone else, that there is an income component to what your return is from that investment. Okay, well let's let's back up because it's a little cerebral right now, Keith. So you know, I, I think you've been helping people do this for a while. Give us an example, uh, you know, just an easy example of one of your clients that's actually doing this, how they're benefiting from, yeah. from doing this. I'll, I'll, you know what? I'm going to give you myself. So I've I've been doing this. I, my wife and I started using the Smith Maneuver 15 years ago, and we fully converted about 13 years ago. And what I mean by fully converted is 100% of our primary residence mortgage was converted to being uh, deductible, the interest being deductible through the Smith Maneuver. And so for us, how that started was um, we had refi- we had refinanced our home and had it as a readvanceable product. Yeah. And at that time, we had the readvanceable, we had put a line of credit as part of the readvanceable because we were planning to invest, but we didn't know where how exactly that was going to look. Um, and when we took the we took the funds that we got from our refinance, put them put it into our savings account, our Smith Maneuver savings account, and then we found a property to purchase. We took the money from our Smith Maneuver savings account, 
and purchased the property. And that, that was the real estate investment way that we did that large chunk of funds uh, when we did that. And just by taking the funds, actually, when we took the funds from the from the refinance and put it in the high interest Smith maneuver account, that in and of itself was an intent to earn income because that's what that high that high interest account does. Yeah, the, the whopping one percent or whatever we'd be making. Yeah, and and it's and it's not about the rate of return necessarily. You some people will say, well, why would you put it in a high interest savings account and earn less than you're paying on interest? Well, when you do a full calculation and calculator, the advantage of converting your mortgage and being able to then deduct the interest on your mortgage against your income, that's where the, that's where the rubber hits the road and you, and you start to see those big gains. So we did that. Um, that was through 2000, 2006 and 2007 that we did that with on a few different properties. And Suddenly, you know, by the end of 2007, we were fully, we had fully converted our whole mortgage. Okay. So, so again, kind of cerebral, what does this actually mean in tax savings? Like, like it sounds like a pain yeah. in the ass to be perfectly honest with you. So what's, <laughs> it is, well, it, it's, it, you know what, it does take diligence and it does take the responsibility but the tax savings is huge. So if we take that, what is it? What is it? What are the tax savings? Give us so if you take a three hundred and fifty thousand dollar mortgage, you're paying somewhere in the neighborhood of about fifteen thousand dollars a year in interest. Okay. So if you are a hundred percent converted, that means you get to take that fifteen thousand dollars as a one hundred percent tax deduction on your income. So if you're Pay if your income is eighty thousand dollars a year, and you're paying tax on that eighty thousand dollars at your nominal tax rate, and let's say it's thirty percent, you're you're paying twenty four thousand dollars a year in tax. Well, now you get fifteen thousand dollars, and you lower your income to sixty five because of the deduction. Well, now that thirty percent, thirty percent of that fifteen thousand. Now you save three thousand dollars in in tax, and you get a refund back from the government for that three thousand dollars, which you can turn around and pay it down on your mortgage if you like, pay it down on your mortgage, pull it out and invest, whatever you choose. So it's it also can help to accelerate pay down on your mortgage, as well if that's your intent. And you don't have to have extra money to make this work. Because you're paying down your mortgage anyways, you don't have to come up with extra money to make investments. Even you know, if you're not going to make lump sum investments, but say you're going to make small investments into GICs or mutual funds or stocks, blue chip stocks or something that's you know maybe lower risk but still is going to give you a reasonable rate of return. It's it's just that, and you can set up auto, you can set up stuff through you know depending on who your providers are for the different things. You can set up so that you have automatic transfers of those funds so that it's not so onerous as well. Yeah, it's just the initial setup can be a little bit of a pain, but the, the, the initial setup can does take some guidance, but that's where working with a Smith Maneuver certified professional as a mortgage broker, as a as an accountant, um, as a financial planner, those are important things because you want everybody that understands what the objective is mm-hmm. and all works together in the same sandbox to achieve the result for the client. 
Sounds good, Keith. Well, I think we kind of got the, the big picture. In uh, a quick summary, who does the Smith Maneuver work best for? It works. You know what? It can work for anyone that has 20% equity in their home, quite honestly. And they want, and if they're if they're currently trying to do something to build a retirement fund for their future, this is a way for them to be able to help accelerate that. All right, sounds good, Keith. Time flies when we're having fun. People yeah. want to find out more more about uh, Keith Ut and and the Smith Maneuver. What should they do? They can contact me. Uh, my email is Keith at EnrichMortgage.ca. They can phone me at four zero three six one four. 8843. And they can also, uh, they can also look for information for me on Facebook, Google, Inst um, Instagram, LinkedIn, all they're all, you know, I'm on all those platforms. And my website is uh, demystifyingmortgages.com. Awesome. Thanks a lot, Keith. Hey, you bet. It's a pleasure being here today. All right, everybody, take care. We'll see you on the next episode. Bye -bye. Absolutely. Well, hey there, thanks for tuning into the Property Profits Podcast. If you like this episode, that's great. Please go ahead and subscribe on iTunes. Give us a good review. That'd be awesome. I appreciate that. And if you're looking to attract investors and raise capital for your deals, then I'm going to invite you to get a complimentary copy of my newest book right back there. There it is. The Money Partner Formula. You can get a PDF version at InvestorAttractionBook.com. Again, Investor attractionbook.com. Take care.